Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Delighted that you have joined me. Let's dive in. Perhaps the most important event of our generation is happening right now. It could, it could work out that way, that the Russian invasion of Ukraine will end up being one of the most defining events, if not the most defining event of our time. It could even eclipse COVID in its impact. Not only does World War III threaten, given the alignment of nations, uh, but also the economic impact, the food impact around the world could be vast. So COVID's been hard to live through. COVID's been defining for several years. It's just possible that the Russian invasion of Ukraine, if it doesn't come to a relatively peaceful negotiated end, could have a bigger impact. After all, Ukraine produces one-third of the world's wheat. Uh, Ukraine produces a great deal of petroleum. I could go on and on. We've talked about this in earlier podcasts. So we're looking at a major, major event. And I want to talk about now the justification for that event. You see, when we deal with wars, and there are whole colleges in our country that study war and deal with the theories of war and deal with the justification of war and the ethics of war. But when we deal with wars, there is a long-standing set of guidelines about whether or not that war is just or whether any war is just. This originated really with Augustine in the fourth century, St. Augustine, continued with Thomas Aquinas later in history in the Middle Ages. And of course, just war theorists have continued to work with this. My father, a military officer, studied these things and at the command of General Staff College, the, the Naval War College, all these colleges that you hear of in the United States that produces informed ethical warriors. This is what they study. This is what they pay attention to. This is what they refer to. I've written about it in my books, the, the, the Faith of the American Warrior and other books. And so all of this is to say, I want to just briefly look at the current Russian invasion of Ukraine in terms of the just war theory that has informed the Western world for generations. I, I, I strongly believe that this could be a defining event. And I want to help us think about it in a righteous way, in an ethical way. So the just war theory, again, arose with St. Augustine, uh, has been refined through history. And here's essentially what it says. There are two aspects of this in Latin, jus ad bello, which means the law of war. This has to do with the law of waging war. What's, what is just in terms of waging a war? Uh, what is a righteous cause in war? And then use in bello, which is law in war. I'll come back to that in just a minute. So in use ad bello, 
the law of war, the law that governs whether you can ever declare war, there are about four principles. And my scholar friends are going to just pull their hair out with how much I simplify in this podcast. But my goal is not to make us experts in this. My goal is to help us think in terms of it. So the first is proper authority. Do you have authority to wage a war? Uh, Are you the proper authority for waging the war? And in this case, yes, you've got uh, Vladimir Putin, who is the head of Russia. uh, And yes, it is he, he it is his call his just authority to wage a war. I'm not saying the war is just, I'm just saying he is in right authority to do that, as is Volodymyr Zelensky in the Ukraine. He has the right to resist. So the authority is correct. This has nothing to do with whether the war is right. It would have more to do with, you know, if suddenly the state police of Georgia declared war on, who knows, Canada, that would be an unjust war that would violate the principle of authority because they don't have the authority to declare wars on other nations. So that's what we're talking about, only the issue of authority. So yes, passes the smell test there. Is there, number two, a proper cause? This was the second part of use ad bello, the law of war. Is there a proper cause? Here, the answer is emphatically no. The answer is no. Vladimir Putin's Russia had no just cause at all. There was no provocation from Ukraine. The most Ukraine was doing was talking about being more European and less Slavic, perhaps, less connected to the Russian Empire. They were perhaps making nods to NATO because it was best for their security, something absolutely within their province to do. So no, Vladimir Putin did not have proper cause. Number three, did he have reasonable chance for success? The second, the third aspect of this law of war, this law of of how you consider even engaging in a war is, do you have reasonable chance for success? And the answer there is yes. Uh, Russia should absolutely, once it had declared war on Ukraine, should have had reasonable chance for success. Now, I have been saying in other podcasts and other writings that it's absolutely stunning how the Ukraine has brought Russia to a stalemate. That's the word they're using here in Washington, D.C. at the Pentagon, the word stalemate. Because, you know, the Ukraine spends 10% of what the Russians do on their military. Ukraine only spends 10% on its military of what Russia does on it, and yet they have fought them to a stalemate. This past week, in fact, I mean, I'm sorry to laugh, but one Russian battalion had suffered such losses and death that they actually murdered their commander and ran him over with the tank. That's the level of frustration that a lot of Russian soldiers are feeling. Some of them are freezing to death. Some of them are starving to death. Many, uh, many columns have run out of fuel. It's pretty stunning. And the Ukrainians have been absolutely heroic. One of the things that moved me to tears of late was seeing uh, Ukrainians in wheelchairs on the sidewalks putting together Molotov cocktails uh, to oppose the Russians. I mean, it's stunning. So did, did did Russia have a reasonable chance for success? Yes, but of course, it was an immoral war from its beginning because it did not have proper cause. And then number four, is the question of proportionality. I'll use that word in a different context in a minute. But was the harm caused by the initial aggression, in other words, by the provocation, 
would it be exceeded by the answer of the country? In other words, had the Ukraine uh, provoked Russia into this war, Russia, in order to be in line with the just war theory, would have had to ask, would our counteraggression, would our assault on Ukraine do more damage than the initial aggression? Well, in this case, there was no initial aggression. Ukraine did not do anything to provoke Russia. It was just managing affairs in a completely legal way. This is a completely illegal war on the part of Russia. So that's the conclusion as we consider the law of war, the use ad bello, that when it comes to authority, when it comes to proper cause, when it comes to reasonable chance for success, and when it comes to proportionality of response, overall, is Russia engaged in a just war? Absolutely not. No provocation, no uh, no uh, proper cause, nothing that should have prompted this war. This is pure and simple, a criminal act. It's an immoral act. It is an act of aggression on the part of Russia, purely to fulfill Vladimir Putin's and others in Russia dreams of a neo-Russian empire. Now, let's go on to the second. The second one is jus in bello, law in war is the Latin phrase. And there are two aspects of this. I won't, won't go much longer with this. One is discrimination. Are you able to distinguish between combatants and non-combatants? Because this is one of the great concerns of the just war theory. Are you able to protect civilian populations? Are you able to discriminate between combatants and non-combatants? And the answer is absolutely no. There has not only been, let me go ahead and bring in the second one, the second proportionality, the same word as in the first set, but different now, is can you restrict damage to combatants? First of all, can you distinguish? And second of all, can you restrict damage to combatants? Well, this is complete folly. This whole discussion uh, is folly when it comes to talking about Russia, because there has been absolutely no attempt to discriminate between combatants and non-combatants at all. In other words, wars are about killing the other side's military. Wars that are ethical at all, that are according to the just war theory, should not be about killing the other side's civilians. Well, Russia has made no attempt at discriminating whatsoever. It has bombed hospitals. It has bombed orphanages. It has bombed theater that has huge painted signs out in its parking lot. Children in here. You've probably seen that in the news recently. Russians bombed a theater uh, and killed dozens of children, despite the fact that from the air, the sign could be read in the parking lot. Great big painted letters, children in here. Russia has bombed, again, I say hospitals, orphanages, has bombed theaters, has bombed maternity hospitals. They they have bombed apartment complexes. The point was to bring the country to its knees with its suffering. They did not just bomb the military. In fact, they didn't do much damage to the military, which was rather stupid tactics. Nevertheless, they bombed the civilians. And that's why we're watching video of apartment complexes being bombed, of shopping malls being bombed, of public squares being bombed, of churches being bombed. They absolutely targeted non-combatants, which is exactly the opposite of what the just war theory intended. So I want to tell you that I'm a big believer in the just war theory. 
Uh, I believe it helps us. I believe it guides us. I'm glad um, the American military studies it in its schools at West Point, Naval Academy, Air Force Academy, Naval War College, etc. My father attended the Command and, Command and General Staff College in Leavenworth, Kansas, uh, and other schools. They, they, they study the ethics of war. They, they, they study so that we don't become Nazis, so that we don't become people engaged in lawless wars. We certainly have our excesses. We certainly have our mistakes. We certainly have war crimes that we, in turn, prosecute. Uh, you know, military men have gone to prison for what they've done in war. You you may remember the, uh, Lieutenant Calley and the My Lai Massacre during the Vietnam War. Long trial. Other, other times, there are, there's an attempt in the U.S. to maintain some degree of ethics when it comes to war, and they do so by having their commander study the just war theory. In fact, our government thinks in these terms, when we went into Iraq during the Bush administration, uh, the Bush administration made a case on the basis of the just war theory to the Vatican. They were trying to justify their war. Uh, at that time, according to the just war theory. Now, I won't go into whether what, what the case was there. But the point is that as we go forward, if indeed the Russian invasion of Ukraine continues to be the global event that it is, if it continues to have the impact it could have, if it continues to align Russia and China, if it continues to create the chaos that it has, causes the hardship that it has, causes the economic upheaval that it has, etc., then we will need to be able to think back and say, are we absolutely sure that this war on the part of Russia was immoral? We may have to make some dramatic moves. We may have to engage in some extremely violent actions. We may have to actually get directly involved in military action. We have a country that spans 11 time zones, Russia, invading Ukraine, which spends one-tenth of what Russia does on its military. And yet they've been fought to a stalemate. Now, the impact is not over. We have not negotiated this war to, to a peaceful end. We don't know how it's going to end. We don't know what the ripple effect is going to be. But it's good that we do these things one step at a time in our thinking. And according to the classic just war theory, by which the Western world has always evaluated wars, has always tried to conduct itself. Its military men make a pledge to ethics in war. Yes, war is violent and it's chaos and there's a fog of war. And yes, passions get aroused and things go amok. Nobody's saying it's perfect. War is the least perfect thing maybe on the planet. Nevertheless, in the calmness of deliberation, before the first shot is fired, there is a set of ethical guidelines that righteous people, that ethical people ought to follow. Russia did not. And then in the actual conduct of war, there's the same thing. There's a set of ethical guidelines. Russia has ignored them completely. This is an immoral war. This is an unrighteous war. I don't mind saying it. It's an ungodly war. It should come to an end right away. Now, you've heard me say in earlier podcasts how noble Volodymyr Zelensky is, how noble the Ukrainians are, proud of them, standing with them, wearing their colors, sending money, doing everything I can do as a civilian in the U.S. Uh, to help and urging people here in D.C. to get involved. Nevertheless, it's important we think solidly about this. This war on the part of Russia does not align with the classic just war theory. Vladimir Putin's claims to being a Christian who's engaged in a righteous war to the contrary. 
It does not. This is an immoral war. This is an unethical war. This is a slaughter of civilians. This has no just cause. This has no proportionality. This has no discrimination of combatants from non-combatants. And so it is right for the rest of the world to condemn it. And it's also, by the way, these guidelines are also how we should think about our own nation's wars and about other wars in the world. Because this is one of the principles, this is one of the tactics, this is one of the ways of thinking of great nations, which is what we aspire to be. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular global speaker, and senior fellow for public leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.